Welcome to Beautiful Imperfection. We are so happy you're here. In this podcast, we will discuss from week to week our identity in Christ. The beauty in our imperfection is Him. Let's get started. Welcome, everyone. We're so glad that you're here. I'm here with Lindsay, and we're going to be talking today about a subject that could sound questionable (laughs) in some ways for people Mm -hmm. because, but we're not in any way glorifying the suffering that we're going to be talking about, but yet glorifying God through the suffering that we will go through. And so today, um, Lindsay, just um, what do you, what do you, what are your thoughts? When I think about suffering, um, the first thing that comes to mind and that we as women all do <laughs> is we ask um, each other, you know, from day to day or every Sunday, we're like, how are you doing? And we're, we're fine. I'm and we fine. say, I'm fine or I'm good. And we know that that's totally like, <laughs> yeah, but do they really want to listen? That's the problem. You got to determine who it is that really cares that's, enough <laughs> to want to you wanna, yeah, you wanna do, know your stuff. How much time do you have? <laughs> Or you really don't want anybody to know, right? You isolate yourself in so many different instances, um, too, when we're going through pain and suffering. But, you know, in seasons of life, we're either one way or another. We're coming um, out of one. Mm -hmm. We're going into one. And if we're really good, we're like not in one right now at this point. It's like just pure joy. Um, But we're almost... God in, in preparation for us um, is planning for, you know, other phases in our life too. And we yeah. don't know how long those are. And sometimes even in the good things, there's stressful things and things mm-hmm. that are happening that, that uh, can help us. I want to talk some later about our focus, but it helps us. It makes us lose our focus sometimes mm-hmm. um, um, where the, what we're going through in whatever season of life we're in. Cause we're always like, you're saying in something we're in, something or another are right. going into something. And so, um, where, wherever we are in that situation, our, this, our focus, we want to be totally on him so that he can teach us through those. That's right. And there's other situations too, that I think about when suffering, it just, um, we talk about suffering, it encompasses a lot of things. Mm-hmm. So one is prayer. So just for a pure example, it's like how, um, have you ever had a reason or a, an instance in which you've prayed for yourself or a loved one, um, to heal or change or improve, and then nothing happens. Mm-hmm. That's, um, part of almost, um, emotional context of asking the Lord for, you know, an answered prayer. Um, and it still has not happened, or maybe it's just, you know, a huge tragic thing has happened, an accident, or maybe, um, someone's been diagnosed, um, you know, and it's, it's saddening. So there's different things that, um, and happen when we're talking about suffering. Um, but I, I believe when we talk about suffering, um, many people ask questions about that. Mm-hmm. They feel uncomfortable or upset. Um, and there's some things, um, when we, when we talk about hard questions, Pam, how do they ask, um, they, they say, why do bad things happen to good people? Um, and how do you answer that? That, that is often a question that I get asked Mm -hmm. and, um, it, it is a difficult thing. Um, and so I've had, I've really had to think through it and think about it. Um, and, and my answer may not be the most popular answer, but I do think that it's a true answer, um, from, 
God's word. Um, so there's many facets, obviously, to the subject of suffering, why we do or what, what we go through. But the Bible says that on our own, we are not good. We, we think that we're good people and we do good things. And uh, so I'm not saying you're, you know, that you're necessarily a bad person. Don't, don't hear that. But what I'm trying to say is that apart from God, there is no good. So apart from God in our lives, there is no good in us. Would we be the same people? No. Mm-hmm. Would we think the same way? No. Would we, now, people will say, well, you think I'm a bad person because I'm not a Christian. And that's not what I'm saying either. But what I am saying, though, is that God is the good in the world. Apart from him, without him, there, there would be no good. Right. So we think about things that we do and we think, well, I'm a good person. So why would I suffer? Well, God suffered mm-hmm. and he is the only good. So we suffer sometimes for many different reasons. Um, sometimes it is because of something that we do, a sin in our life. It can be um, a consequence of a choice that we make. Yeah. And, and that can cause suffering in our life because we know what God says about a certain thing. And we just think, well, I want to do it anyway. I'm going to follow my heart. That's the rule of the day. Follow my heart. Well, Mm -hmm. our heart is deceitfully wicked apart from God. That's right. So when God, when we are following God and we talk about, it changes our, our perspective. It changes the way we look at things and it can change the desires of our heart. And I think, you know, we might talk about that a little bit later too, but just touching on that just a little bit. Um, so there are consequences to the choices we make, right? Because mm-hmm. life is made up of one choice after another choice, <laughs> and another <laughs> choice. And so every day we make, I don't even know how we would count how many choices we make. So there has to be some kind of foundation for those choices. So the good in us is found in the good that God applies to us through Jesus. Mm -hmm. So in his word, we have the foundation for those things. So I'm not saying that we won't struggle inside Christ, outside Christ. We're Christian struggle, non-believer struggle. Um, But there's a difference in the way that they're struggling is handled and looked at. So what is the purpose of the struggling? It might be totally different. I mean, we, we look at it as um, ways that God can use in our life or hopefully we do. Um, And what is this that I'm going through and what, how can this make me better and how can I glorify Christ? So that's one thing that I would say. And the uh, second thing that I would say um, sometimes we struggle from the effects of someone else's sin in our mm-hmm. life. Mm-hmm. And so it, it may not be anything of our own. Like in the Bible, there's a, a story of the blind man and, and, and God says, Hey, are, there is to, of no, um, fault of his own. Right. You know, cause people, a lot of times will say, well, why do you think it is that you go through so many things? Why does God not heal you? Why does not, you know, those kinds of things. Um, and God doesn't always promise that there's also, uh, consequences of death, obviously. And apart from God, you know, we would have no hope in that. Mm-hmm. Also, it wasn't that God intended that there to be that, that it be this way. So that would be two of the first things that I would think about. Yeah. And, you know, I think, um, it, it bears all to say, 
that we are not to live a pain-free life. Um, mm-hmm. You know, human suffering takes on so many forms. And like you explained, um, it could be our choices or it could not, um, it could be um, others. So it could be something like you're losing a job or um, experiencing a bad breakup um, with a relationship or financial challenge. And we're all struggling through life um, to live realities that Probably we did not choose. Not that we dreamed, right? We talked about that in in different podcasts where we said, you know, when you were, you know, 10 years old and you had this dream um, of what your life would look like, and it's probably almost, you know, exactly opposite and or took on a whole indifferent, you know, tune. um, But how miraculous is it um, and important to look from it from God's lens and be Mm -hmm. able to see um, what he has. So, you know, uh, he says in John 16, 33, in this world, we will have trouble, but take heart. I have overcome the world. Mm-hmm. So Pam, just to your reference of just saying like, it's really, it's really about God. Um, it's right. about him um, that saved us and his love for us. Right. Mm-hmm. And we're all going to go through things that are out of our control, right? We want, we think we would like to control the way our life goes and things. But like you were saying, when you dream that at 10, those things don't necessarily happen. But in here you are at, you know, 20, 30, 40, and you're still making decisions yeah. based on things that may not have anything to do with what happened prior in your life. But we all have choices that we have to make. So a lot of times, I would say a lot of times, maybe most times, unless we just choose to do something, knowing that we shouldn't do it, we can't choose what happens in our life um, because it's part of life. Um, That's how it just like John 16, 33 says that in this world, you will have trouble, not maybe not. I don't think you will, but could happen, but you will have trouble. The taking heart part is that God has overcome the world. So whatever trouble we're in, he's, he can take care of that when we give it to him. The problem for us comes in when we choose not to do that. Right. So I think the third thing I would say is when people ask those questions is, um, because there's sin in the world Mm -hmm. and that God had never planned that there be sin in the world. He, when um, God's purposes are not fulfilled, there will be pain and there will be trouble. And so, you know, when Adam and Eve and in the Garden of Eden and sin entered into the world, that was not God's perfect plan for the world when he created us. Um, well, not when he, he didn't create us then, but, you know, yeah. <laughs> we weren't in the garden. But, right. but um, that he has had to make a way to make that right again. Mm-hmm. Um, and so salvation fixes the sin problem in our relationship with God, <clears throat> but it doesn't fix all the circumstances. And so what I mean by that is I know that a lot of times people think, oh, I became a believer. You know, I think there's even a song and I can't remember the title of it, but it says, you know, I'm saved now. So everything's going to be all right. Right. And the answer to that is no. No. (laughs) (laughs) In the long run, yes, everything's going to be all right. But it's not like a flipping of the switch that says, okay, I'm, I'm, now this is not, I'm not going to have any problems anymore. Um, And so God uses whatever, he uses different problems in different people's lives too, because Mm -hmm. depending on where we are and who we are, as he is molding us and um, scraping off the rough edges, uh, which is 
what suffering should do for us as believers, <clears throat> whether we want it to or, or not, um, he has a purpose for that. And so we have to look into that and say, well, what is God's purpose for this in my life? And so even though um, salvation can't fix all the problems or our circumstances, it does fix the sin problem mm -hmm. and it gives us a relationship with God. Um, it doesn't fix all the consequences, but I can guarantee you that when we trust on in God's word, he tells us how to go through those and how we come out on the, the winning side of that. Yeah. Yeah. And if you are a Christian, um, let's not forget, I think our minds forget um, so fast that we have eternal life. So I, you know, there will be no sadness and suffering in heaven and um, where we truly will be in the presence of Lord, uh, the Lord. And, um, and I think we very quickly forget about that celebration, mm -hmm. that mindset. Mm -hmm. um, we go day in and day out and poor, poor, pitiful me, or feel as though um, if the pain and suffering that we feel though on is on earth of losing a loved one or the pain and suffering that we go through with a diagnosis or anything that we encounter that we need to look forward versus mm -hmm. in the midst right. of our struggle. The forward thinking gives us that godly perspective mm -hmm. and that we have one already. Right. Um, and that hope that we talk about um, if you are a Christian and, you know, there is a time for mourning. It, there's not a problem with mourning. Mm -hmm. um, we miss our loved ones and that, that, you know, that is okay. It's just heaven is the ultimate place that we want to be in. Mm -hmm. And when we talk about the things that happen, when bad things happen to good people, it's, it's not that that's the problem. It's where, where our, is our focus? Right. So what are we going to do with that? So, right. so, so God's plan obviously is for that to mold us, to make us more like him so that mm -hmm. we can lead other people's to him, people's. Yeah. People's all of them <laughs> to him. Um, because they see that our life is not perfect, right? That mm -hmm. things are happening in our life. And I think it's important that we allow people to walk around in that with us a little bit. We need to be careful of who those people are sometimes, mm -hmm. but that we allow people to see that we go through those things, but we're still have joy. We still mm -hmm. are serving God. We still are trying to use those things to benefit whatever it is for that God has for us. And so our identity in him is to, we're, we want to bring as many people as we can to Christ. Um, so if we never went through anything, how would they look at us? And if right. we go through it poorly, how do they look at us? And so there again is the focus of, are we focusing um, on God? Or are we focusing on the problems? Mm -hmm. And, um, that can lead to what I think is one of the fifth reasons is a, a lack of different discipline in our lives. Because mm. um, we don't want to go through what we need th to go through to get to the other side. So when God says in in his word, just like that verse we're talking about in the world, we'll have trouble. He gives us the answer to those things in his word. But we don't want to discipline ourselves to read it. We don't want to discipline ourselves to pray. We don't want to discipline ourselves to look into what our struggle is so that we can lead others to Christ mm -hmm. and make disciples like his word tells us to do. Mm -hmm. And so if we are not in a place, and I say that because 
I think suffering and when we respond to what God has in our lives, when we respond to it in the way that he intends for us to, then our identity is shaped by him. So we're always leaning on him and other people see that we're going through difficulty differently. Mm-hmm. Um, man, wouldn't it be fun if we didn't have to do that? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> But that's not how it's set up. Yeah. And even, even if you give like worldly examples, um, of just leaders, um, that, that, you know, you could think of, um, people that you like to look up to athletes, mm-hmm. um, you know, people on TV shows that yeah. are famous, like they've gone through, um, the hard times to get to where they are now. Um, and they probably still are going through hard times, but it, it's representative of why, why do you think they're, mm-hmm. um, famous? Why do you think they've you know, gotten to where they've gotten, they've gone through hard times. Right. And God also talks about that in his example of deepening our relationship with him is that we go through these hard times so that we could put our trust and faith in him more, mm-hmm. give him the control versus we try to control. Right. And that also deepens our relationship with him and leans more into who we want to be and be more like him. Mm-hmm. So somewhere we have to put in the work, right? That's right. The discipline. That's right. And because God wants us to have other things, he wants us to move beyond where we are into Mm -hmm. other things. But I think we talked about on another podcast how he would be an irresponsible father if he kept giving us things we weren't ready for. Right. So we need to do the work to prepare for and what he's preparing us for. And this should be an exciting thing. And that may sound weird, but when we're going through things, sometimes it, it excites me to see where I'm going to come out of that on yes. the other end. What, and sometimes, I mean, and personally for years, I mean, you go through physical things or whatever, whatever things are going on in your life. And you just continue knowing that maybe I'm not learning enough. Maybe I was, <laughs> but he's preparing me for the next step. So if I'm not going through, or you're not going through, or you as listeners are not going through those things, seeing the result at the end being to glorify God and to be able for him to use that more to show other people how to come to him, mm-hmm. um, then he can't give us the next step. And I really don't want to miss anything that he has for us on earth. And so um, I'm in a way that can be an exciting thing if our focus is not on what's going on in our life, but how are we going to deal with that? And what's that going to say about our relationship both to Jesus, but also our relationship with others Mm -hmm. and how they're going to look at it. Um, So suffering uh, can be to transform us. Like we're talking about to be more like Christ. Um, I can't imagine Jesus saying when he was going to the cross, I've suffered enough. This is too hard and I'm not going to endure it because his whole purpose was to come for that. Mm -hmm. So he suffered through that. Um, That's what we do, though, when we want to quit on him in hard times. It's like, I've had enough. I'm done not doing this anymore. And then we end up not seeing what it is that God has for us. And that's a really good place for us to stop today. And we're going to pick this up next week in our next um, podcast. So don't miss it. Thank you for joining us today. I hope you have gleaned something of value that will help you in your day-to-day lives and draw you closer to living fully in who God designed you to be. Until next time, 
You are beautiful in His sight. If you've been thinking and listening to us and wondering, how can this become a reality in my life? How does how can my identity be in Christ? And you've never received Him. I'd like to give you the opportunity to do that right now by praying a sinner's prayer. It's a very simple prayer, and it goes like this. Lord, thank you so much for loving me. Thank you for going to the cross and dying for my sins. I open up my heart. I ask you to come in. Please forgive me for everything that I've done and help me to walk with you as I follow you in my life. In Jesus' name, amen. If you prayed that prayer, we would love to connect with you and help you as you start your life in Christ. Please visit thebestnews.org.